Now we hit the record button. There we go. There it is. Now it's recording. It's running so fast. It is. Now it's not. There we go. That's that's better. All right. About to give me a heptaleptic seizure. Yes. Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and with me always is Randy. What up, Randy? I gotta pee. Okay. I should have done that while we were taking a break. <laughs> you want me to pause the show? No, nah, we're good. Let's roll with it. Okay, Let's see how long cool. I can last. Great. Great. Um, It'll make me more feisty. I'd ask you how you're doing, but I already know how you're doing because we're recording one show, two shows in one day. That's right. So how you doing? Uh, Great, you have to pee. All right. This is how we do it. This will probably end up being a slightly shorter show. This is how we do it. Uh, we're going to do we got a couple articles that you uh, that you sent over. I did. I haven't read any of them. And which is. It's pretty typical. For the norm as what we do. So we're just going to get right into it. This first one is famous last words of 76 celebrities. Yeah, we're not going to read them all. Let's read like ones people know. Because okay. this first person I've never even heard I've of. I've never so heard of Frida Kolo. Frida Kolo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, oh, next. Oh, we get to click buttons. Oh, I didn't do that on my phone. Bob right. Marley. There we go. I love Bob Marley. He's, you know what? I'm not a huge reggae fan. I'm not either. I'm a big Bob Marley fan. His his life, his his beliefs, his music. I yeah, love all of it. I can I can get behind that. I just, he lived. He I chose just, to live the way he always lived when he made tons of money. Oh yeah. So, I just the problem is is I worry about everything. Yeah. And, and says, every little thing isn't going to be all right. <laughs> I just can't do it. If you smoked as much weed as him, you'd probably worry a lot less. I'd, probably. <laughs> you, you wouldn't know any difference. So I what mean, was his last word? is a kite. He died. If It's from cancer. I know his story well. I don't even have to read it. Yeah. Um, he had cancer in the toe, and they said, hey, we can cut off your toe. And he said, nah. This is the way, you know, this is the way things are going to go. It's going to go. He he ended up dying. Um, Which is a shame that he just wouldn't lose a toe. Yeah, well, I guess that's that's kind of what goes around. I guess there was more widespread than that. That may or may not have saved him, but he was afraid of how it perfect his performance. He was like, "This is my body, whatever." But it's not like he was being stubborn about it. He was just like, "I'll I'll do a weed about it and be fine." Oh, all right. So, but anyway, you want to read his last words? I gotta find him. That's at the bottom of the right there. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. So his last words were, "Money can't buy life." And that was the last thing he ever said. Uh, he said to his son, Ziggy, who's also made a lot of good music. If you are into uh, reggae, uh, Ziggy Marley's made some great music. But Money Can't Buy Life is one of the most profound things somebody could say as their last words, I think. It can buy happiness. Um, it can. But for somebody like him who had well, yeah, money to still live as he lived, a very minimalistic lifestyle. Right. You know, he, he was kind of the epitome of... I don't do this for the fame and the money. Right. So I respect that. I get that. But, but they say money can't buy happiness, and I will disagree because it's But it can I buy can, me a boat. It can buy me a boat. That it makes me happy. It can buy me a truck to pull it. Yep. It'll pay off my house. It'll pay all my bills. Right. If I could just hit the lottery to get out of debt, I'd be happy. It would. That would make me happy. I'm fine with still working. And I don't want to work anymore either. I mean, I'd like to not work. But I want to work. Uh, Al Capone. We all know who Al Capone is. Yeah, if you don't, you should. He... Had pneumonia and died of a heart attack and a stroke. He had syphilis, too. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, so his 
well, there's no proof that this were his actual last words. But but what I, I like before it, it said a psychiatrist stated that syphilis had done such a number on his brain that he only had the mental capacity of a 12 year old. Huh. Which says something for a guy who set up like the biggest biggest mob. Like right. he ran an organization. He also gave a lot of money back to the poor. Well, he was a Robin Hood. He he totally was. He took from He's, the rich and gave to the poor. His story is pretty fascinating, actually. If you don't really know Al Capone, yeah, it's it's well, most mobsters were like that. Yeah, it's anyway. They so were anyway, businessmen. Yeah. So uh, his quote is: "You can get more with a kind word and a gun than you can get with a kind word alone." I mean, that's true. It is true. That's very true. If you have a gun and you were <laughs> you saying something to me, that's and you great, don't have a gun. That's a really nice wallet you have. Can I have it? <laughs> you sure can. Yes. Yes, you may. You can, you can get more. That's so, why I don't carry a wallet. Besides, I have nothing to put in one. Well, I don't, yeah. I have zero cash. Mine would look like Leonardo DiCaprio's in a Catch Me If You Can, just full of, like, Campbell Soup labels. That'd be interesting. <laughs> just carry on a wallet full of different labels. Yeah, different can and beer labels. Like, here's my wallet. And then just They're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that's all I got, that's dude. What I, that's, that's, what I got broke. To, that's, that's what I got to my name. Uh, the next, we have John Lennon. Now, I am not a Beatles fan. I'm a huge Beatles fan. Hate me all you want. I don't I just, hate you. No. It, it, it's a love or hate. People either love the Beatles I, well, I don't or they think them. they're overrated. No, just like overrated or shouldn't be as big a deal as they are. I don't even think any of that. Like, I know what they did as far as the music industry goes and how they changed yeah. the way things went. Just never really got into it. I don't think they're overrated. I just So you respect what they did. Yeah, it's just, just not your style. Never got into any so of So no this. reggae, no Beatles. No. And no yellow submarines or yeah. or any of that. So, so what is what's his his quote? Uh, his so, if you don't know, John Lennon actually met his killer earlier that day. Uh, he gave him an autograph, and Chapman walked up to Lennon, shot him. Um, and when John Lennon staggered into his apartments, his last words were, "I'm shot." No shit. Very fitting. <laughs> yes. uh, which I don't, you know, if I'd been shot and I was trying to go to somebody to get help, I, I I'd probably say something similar. Be like. Like help me, he shot dude me. shot me. Yeah, or I'm yeah I'm shot. That's a, well, I, I, that's maybe more of a British vernacular. Profound reason he said it. Uh, Elvis Presley, who died on a toilet, on a toilet, a pickle and peanut butter sandwich. Now, in listening to another podcast, I don't know if that's true recently. I found out about an Elvis Presley sandwich, and the the premise of this podcast is a guy tells three stories from history. Okay, to his buddies, he's a, he two he's, are fake, one's real. No, two are real, one's fake. And they have to pick which one's fake. And Elvis Presley has a sandwich that he flew. He called this restaurant like one in the morning hammered with buddies. Flew from Memphis to like Vegas or something. And those people were there waiting for him with sandwiches. And they all ate until like 3 a.m. But it was like the calories were like 50,000 calories like eight people ate within three hours. Jesus. It was insane. I forget the sandwich and I don't want to take time to look it up. But it's like they hollow out this sub bread type stuff. And it's like peanut butter and jelly and bacon and all kinds of crap. But one sandwich was like something ridiculous, like six or 8,000 calories. No wonder he died so, 600 yeah. pounds overweight. <laughs> I'll have to, we'll have to look that up or you guys can Google it. It's, it was it, – I thought it was – it didn't sound real. But this, the people that owned this sandwich shop got a call from Elvis. Uh, he said, I'm boarding a private plane in the middle of the night. Get us some sandwiches. And they got up and they did and they got to sit there and chill and eat with Elvis. That's ridiculous. That, so – so, uh, Alden, who knew Elvis was, was abusing drugs and he was in the bathroom reading, he was actually popping pills. 
He even took three packets of prescription drugs with him, so Jeez. Alden told him, don't fall asleep in there. Elvis replied to her with the with what would become his last words, okay, I won't. She then found Elvis dead on the bathroom floor a few hours later. Dang. I just heard he died taking a poop while eating a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I knew he died in the bathroom, but it, it I don't know. This, those ones always get me. The ones where... People like us feel like, why are you so down? You have everything. Right. And you got people like him. You got people like Chris Farley, uh, Heath Ledger, you know, all these people that are just tragic and how they, you realize how alone they felt when they were surrounded by everything. Yeah. But they never really felt like they had a connection or they had a purpose. And that's, that's tragic to me. It is. So Uh, Marilyn Monroe is our next one. And it is stated that her last words were, say goodbye to Pat, say goodbye to the president, and say goodbye to yourself because you're a nice guy. Hmm. However, it's unknown if this is actually true. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard anything about her death. She just, she died mysteriously. Let's put yeah. it that way. And well, they, I mean, as far as her last words, I've never heard. No, but I've heard, there's there's a whole conspiracy that the Kennedys offer. The Clintons. Because she knew too much. The original Clintons. The original Clintons, yeah. Uh, Abe Lincoln. Old Honest Abe. Yeah. God, he looks grizzled. Well, that was later on in his years. And here's the thing, too. You ever look at, especially presidents that serve two terms, their picture going in, their picture coming out of office. Yeah. Looks like way more than eight years progression. No, it, it's, I mean, it, it is a stressful job. What What did I hear? And it, I don't know if it's trying to, like. Four years of being the president adds like sixteen years to your life. Like it takes sixteen weird years yeah, from your life. It ages you quickly. Because Abe, I, I again, same podcast I was listening to about history. They did an episode involving Abe Lincoln, and I'd looked up some older pictures of him. You know, when he was younger, it looked like a completely different dude. I mean, you could tell it was him, but yeah, I think I think especially think of that presidency, man. You talk about stress. You're oh. trying to bring a country together. You've got half the nation that hates, you know, your ideas and yeah. what you're trying to do. So. Oh, hey, sounds like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we don't learn from history. We don't. Um, so moments before its assassination, Mary asked, Abe, what will Miss Harris think of my hanging on to you so? Which we don't speak like that. So he then replied, she won't think anything about it. And those were his last words. Kaboom. That was it. Someone fell out of a booth and sprained their ankle. That's right. Moving on. That's so weird because that's such a natural. That's that's not I'm shot. That's not I'm dying. That's not. That's just the last thing. He, yeah, it's just normal conversation. He, yeah. I'm surprised that there isn't anything else that was said because he didn't. He did live to make it across the street. Well, technically his body was alive, but you get shot in the head. That doesn't mean you can communicate true he did i mean his body was technically alive for another almost day but right yeah if you get shot in the head even if your your heart's still pumping that don't mean you're you know i'm tweeting. he had to have said something else and they've struck it from the right like fuck that guy or he <laughs> <laughs> could just full on just starts gotta be there's out. gotta be something it was john wilkes but yeah fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right. Uh, Speaking of Kennedy. Man, I, you know, we said we weren't going to go through, like, all 76 of these. We've already done seven. And no, we can we can move on whenever. Yeah, no. I don't see the time we're recording. You do, so. I don't even see it, so. 
Or this whole episode will just be this. <laughs> just keep rolling. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, we'll save the others for another time. So let's see. I'm trying to find these. Or kind of, they put them all over the place. And I hate reading the whole paragraph. But minutes before he was shot, the wife of Texas Governor Mrs. Conley said to him, You certainly can't say that the people of Dallas haven't given you a nice welcome. Kennedy then replied, No, you certainly can't. Just a few seconds later, before he was killed, there was some confusion as to the real words, but Kennedy's wife, Jacqueline, uh, stated his last words when he testified on she Ju- testified. when she testified on June fifth, sixty four. Yeah, he definitely did not testify. No, he did not. I actually have the newspaper downstairs in the basement of the day he was shot. Do you? Yeah. Do you have it like framed or anything? No, it's an East. It's from East Liverpool. It's like the. Uh, you should definitely preserve that the in your basement that got review. water in it. It's in a it's in a plastic tote. It is in okay. it's not like framed, but it is in a plastic tote. I'll say that. I think I got several of them. Like I mean, I'm not one to big in collecting that, but if I had one, I'd that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Bobby Kennedy. So might as well just keep the Kennedys rolling. Might as well. Uh, his security team had just diverted his path through the kitchen of a hotel he was giving a speech at in after winning the primary for his safety. Uh, that's where Sahar, Sirhan, Sarhan, was waiting to shoot him. Even after he was shot in the head, Kennedy turned to his wife, Ethel, and asked, is everyone else all right? He was concerned for others until the end. See, he was shot in the head and said something. True. So why couldn't Abe be like, fuck that guy? Don't know. All right. I'm not buying it. Churchill. Winston Churchill. I learned a lot about him, too. He was Pretty either loved or hated. Yeah. But he slipped into a coma after a fatal stroke. However, right before he went under, he uttered his last words. They were, I'm bored with it all. Hey, he was ready to go. Yeah. and He's, he, he was bored. He didn't have a PS5. He didn't have the PS5 or a good so whiskey. He was, he was drinking that scotch shit. Yeah. Look. No wonder he was bored. I got a bottle of scotch out that I don't want. It's not good. That DeWars. Yeah, I did saw you, it. Did you try it? I don't think I did. It's not good. I don't recall trying that one. Okay. It's not good. I saw you put it for sale, and I was like, oh, Martell's got something for eh. Yeah. I'm, I've never had it, but I was like, eh, Scotch. It's not for sale. I'm giving it away. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said, too. Uh, DiMaggio died at 84. He says he finally got. he finally gets to see Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I've actually heard that one before. They were married. Right. At one point, just for those who didn't know. Let's see, who's next? James Dean. God, we. I, you know what? I want to skip somebody. But yeah, I, these I, are good. These are good. I can't They're all skip, good ones. I can't skip them. Uh, so we, he died in a car accident, right? Yeah, he died in a car accident. Yeah. Uh, in a Porsche. His, yep, running his Porsche. His 956 Roadster. His famous convertible. And he was known for... Living, you know, living fast and hard, riding bikes, driving fast cars, and the leather jacket. I mean, he was the... You're living on the edge. He was like the American bad boy. Yeah. So, let's see. He, just a few minutes... Well, hold on. Jump ahead. According to... Wutherich. Yeah. Dean's last words were, that guy's got to stop. He'll see us. How ominous. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. All right. Next. Malcolm X. Another good one. Another good one. Um, yeah, we can't skip. <laughs> we, we haven't been able to skip any of these, any of these yet. Uh, 
so just so everyone knows, there's two paragraphs. There's one at the top, a picture, then a second paragraph. So if the second piece that we're reading doesn't make sense, it's because we didn't read the first one. <laughs> Which makes sense, Which, as you do. Yeah. Let's read half of a Let's story. Let's read half of a story. Um, so his final words were, let's cool it, brothers. <laughs> yep. Brothers, brothers, Oh, no, please. no. Oh, no. I, I take that back. I go. completely missed it. Oh, so you missed um, the first part. I missed the first part of it. So Malcolm S had to break up by the servants for his brothers, brothers, please. This is a house of peace. However, some speculate that his last words were, now, now, brothers, break it up, be cool, be calm, or let's be cool, brothers. Basically, he was trying to bring peace to the situation. Yeah, that's not a famous last – that's a was, famous sentence. Like, yeah. That's a last sentence, not a last words. <laughs> what is a sentence, Marto? It's a series of words. <laughs> <laughs> We're shot. learning today. I'm shot. <laughs> We're learning today. All right. On to the next one. Next. Martin Luther M- MLK. MLK. Yep. All right. So uh, if you don't know how MLK died, shame on you. Um, if you don't know Another what he stood for on, his, on this one, uh, oh, there's all kinds of conspiracies. Um, but if you don't know about Martin Luther King Jr., you need to do your research. Yeah. But we're here today talking about last words of famous we're people. We're talking famous words. So right before he stepped out, he was, he said his last words. He told the musician Ben Branch, make sure you play Take My Hand, Precious Lord, and play it real pretty. King was referring to the music of the event later that evening. Coincidentally, Take My Hand, Precious Lord was King's favorite song, and he, <clears throat> excuse me, and it was even performed at his funeral by Mahalia Jackson. There you go. Jackson reported that King once told her that he wanted that song played at his funeral. How ominous that he said his last words were to play that yeah. real pretty, and he already told somebody he wanted to play at his funeral. Yeah. So, and, and people, yeah, I don't want to make this political, never mind. So then don't. It's just it's just tragic. Mother Teresa, she died of a heart attack. She died of old age. She well, was like eighty seven when she, she died. She was yeah. I mean she was old. She had lived a long life. She had said, "Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you." That's it. Mm. I mean, for the life she lived, that's fitting. Yeah, I mean she she, she lived her life devoted to Christ. She so. did. I don't know who this is. Um, yep, skip. She was assassinated though. Yep. So next. Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Mm, let's get his, it uh, on. His famous last words were, uh, let's get it on. Oh, baby, let's get He it said, on. I'm going to get my things and get out of this house. Father hates me and I'm never coming back. Hmm. Hmm. How? Man. It would just suck it, leaving in anger and, and I don't know. Yeah. We're skipping a few, even though we know him. Princess Diana. Princess Di. So I remember that. I do. I, I know you too. do too because yeah. you're a couple years older than me. Because I'm old as dirt, apparently. Yep. <laughs> um, you are old. So yeah, while she was being chased by the paparazzi in a tunnel, her famous last words were, "My God, what's happened?" And then she lost consciousness and died in the hospital a few hours later. Yeah. So. Uh, and now both of, of her kids are theories. basically getting kicked out of the castle. Yeah. Well. One left on his own, and the other one said, you should, they said, uh, the, the royal family said, you should follow in your brother's footsteps. Not to make things political. Nope. Shea Guevara. You go ahead and do this one. All right, so Shea, if you don't know, just look him up. 
you've seen him on a t-shirt probably you may not have known who he was if you don't know him <laughs> from rage against the machine uh well yeah you may know him from rage against the machine um but he he basically you know what he just spoke his mind i'll leave it at that he did look him up uh, he was executed by the bolivian army with the support of the american army after two and a half years of hiding after he was captured alive he spoke his last words they were shoot you're only going to kill a man Dude. And then Cypress Hill made a song, How I Could Just Kill a Man, and there's no tie to that at all. Cypress Hill? Yeah, they have a song called Kill a Man. Hmm. I was thinking the Rage lyrics still. I was still Rage Against the Machine. Oh. How I Could Just Kill a Man. Uh, but but somebody who had started such a revolution and influenced so many people, to for their last words to be, shoot, you're only going to kill a man, like that's the ultimate F you, I don't care. Yeah, that's... like like this, the, the revolution can live on without me, or you know these ideologies can live on without me. Yeah, I don't need to be here, Alfred Hitchcock. So the famous creator, director of Psycho and Vertigo and North by Northwest and a bunch of scary stuff through the windshield and a bunch of other movies. Uh, he said, "One never knows the ending." One has to die to know exactly what happens after death. Although Catholics, although Catholics have their hopes. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's definitely not wrong. Although, you know, apparently there are people that have died and come back. So, you know. True. They have NDEs. Near-death experience. Oh, I didn't know where you are going with that. That's all right. I'll, I'll finish it for you. Humphrey Bogart. I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. Yep, there you go. That's going to be me. I should have never switched from whiskey, whiskey to whiskey. To not whiskey. <laughs> whiskey to water. James Brown. Get on up. I'm going away tonight. Hey, dude knew. <laughs> dude, he knew. He knew. Well, they were haunting last words to Bob it. Yep. So I'm going away. I'm done. Uh, I don't know. No. Skip. Nope. Mm. Nope. I was trying to run through these. Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Why not? Said uh, After all, it belongs to him. Right before he died, a priest said a prayer of his body and said, may the Lord have mercy on your soul. And then Chaplin replied with, why not? After all, it belongs to him. And then his body was stolen from a cemetery in Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. They demanded $600,000 to back return then his was... body. Well, that was a lot of money back then. <laughs> I mean, insane amount. It's, it's a lot of money now. I'll take it. Disney has his head frozen so that they can bring him back later on in life. So this, these may not be his last words. <laughs> may not be. Um so right before he died, he left his last words in the form of a written note. He wrote the name Kurt Russell, now the famous actor Kurt Russell, was only a child actor working at the Disney studio at the time, and to this day, no one knows why he wrote down Russell's name. I am so intrigued because I've never heard this one. I haven't either. I did. I have heard that they have his you know head in a, in a block of ice. Get Kurt Russell on the phone. Let's ask him. <laughs> Maybe he was saying Kurt Russell did it. <laughs> hey. He killed Ooh, me. Maybe. me. And that's why he's so famous now. Right. He, he took knew. over the essence Disney was going to get Disney. rid of him, and he was like, hey, if I'm going to be famous when I grow up, I'm going to have to kill this dude. That's right. 
Frank Sinatra. Yep. Good old mm, old crooner. Old blue eyes spoke New his York, last words. New York. He said, I'm losing it. That's it. There you go. All right, let's jump a few. Even if we find good ones, we gotta we gotta jump ahead. Skip. I'm not even gonna give the names. Hemingway, Steve Jobs. Oh wow, oh wow, uh, this oh one wow. I've heard. Yeah, yep. oh wow, oh wow, wow. Uh Truman Capote. Michael Jackson. He was asleep. He said, more milk. Because In reference to the anesthetic propofol, which prop- he overdosed on. Yeah, propofol. Propofol. Prop- 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 mm-hmm. uh, T.S. Eliot. Paul Walker. I Paul remember Walker. that one. I remember this one. We'll be back in five minutes. Nope. Uh, he was not. That that one also hurt. Yeah, that was actually. So the Porsche that, that they because... were driving was Bobby Rahal's old Porsche. Oh, yeah? I think so. That bothers me because just because of who he was as a person, too. Yeah, he was a good guy. Let them eat cake. That's not her face. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Marie Antoinette's famous Marie last words. <laughs> she said, pardon me, sir. Just like that, too. Same accent and everything. Yeah. Pardon me, sir. Pardon me, sir. Amy Winehouse. I'm just going to go through and kind of some of these skip over. This is another one of those ones that was tragic to me. She yeah. said, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And we can all speculate, you know, talk about her drug addiction in her past. But to know somebody, you know, know you're dying and say, I don't want to die, that's yeah, that's uh, sketchy. Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah. His famous last words. Don't worry. They usually don't swim backwards. And then he was knifed in the chest by a stingray. Yeah, he approached it from behind to film it swimming away. And it And got then him. it did. And that that one sucked too. That one did. Although his dying bag. Now this one I do want to read because yeah, this one I have a guy that we've talked about having on air. Uh, Aaron Benner for this first embrace suits. Now our intro music was on stage with Dimebag Daryl. They played the show with him. Oh yeah, the night. So we could we could have him on to talk about that probably. Wow. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, when we switched our music, uh, Aaron was with the band at the time, Liquid Sixteen, which he's back with now. Okay. Um, But this first embrace is his band that we got our music from. Yeah. He was there, opened that show with. That was um, up at the Al Rosa, Al Rosa Villa. Yep. Yeah, Al Rosa Villa. So yeah, Dimebag was murdered murdered here uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Um, he was shot by he, an angry fan. He was uh, shot him in the head three times. Before he died, it's reported that he simply uttered the words "Van Halen." Okay. Uh, but again, that's another one. Like I, I don't know, man. The senseless murder ones really get me too. Yeah, they do. Because it's not like this is something these people have done to themselves. No. Lennon, he didn't shoot You know, he didn't do it. Dimebag didn't do that. Kennedy. Nah, you know, I think it was Yoko who actually had Lennon well, shot. Her music is awful, and Yoko's. he was outshining her. <laughs> if so. you get music Derek on here and we let him go off on Yoko, he, I say I'm a huge Beatles fan. He's a huge Beatles fan. Uh, influenced a lot of his music and writings. Um, but he has strong opinions about Yoko, so. Well, but yeah, maybe we should talk to to Aaron and see. Have if we you get ever heard here. any of her music? Oh yeah, yeah, I've listened to it. Not much of it. I well, you can't. I can't. Yeah, it's it's garbage. It's it's, <laughs> it's just yeah. I, I, and all for people express themselves, but it's complete trash. It's fucking awful. Oh, Pavarotti. Yeah, we're we're just I'm running. Yeah, we're skipping through now. Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh. Lord help me my soul. Lord help my soul. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. You heard it wrong. 
That's my fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> they actually have Jesus. Okay, hold on. Whether right. you believe in Jesus or not, I his don't... words are pretty well documented. <laughs> right. And I don't know if there's anybody that is like here alive today disputing what is written in the Bible. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. They have Jesus <laughs> in this freaking list. He is number 51. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So Jesus died somewhere between 30 and 33 A.D. Yeah. So, but of course, AD Christians, stands for after death, after death. So, how did he die? Anti domine is actually what it stands for. It's after death. Which Before is after Christ death. and after death. No, anti domine. No. Don't care. It doesn't matter what you find. <laughs> okay. But Christians believe that he rose from the dead three days later. Jesus' death was meant to be a sacrificial act to spare his followers from the Romans. According to the Bible, his last words were Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. So Anno Domini actually means the year of our Lord. See, what if you notice 30 to 33 A.D., they started at his birth, and they believe he died between 30 and 33 years old. Right. No, I, I understand that. After death means <laughs> that would be wrong. <laughs> it's actually after birth. It would be A.B. B.C., before Christ, when the dinosaurs were, and then <laughs> there was dinosaurs, and then one day there were no dinosaurs, and there was Jesus. And there's people. And that's it. That's how There's people works. before Christ, though. Nope. In B.C. Nope. <laughs> We've only been on this planet for 2,000 years, 2,020 years. God bless America <laughs> and our education system. <laughs> but at least we have articles on uh, trivia.com to tell us Jesus' last words. That's right. Goodness. That was funny to come up on. That was good. I, I, I would, If you would have told me 76 celebrities, I would not have thought they Is would. Is he a celebrity? That's what I'm saying. Like I would not ever guess Jesus. <laughs> Bo Diddley. I'm going to heaven. But uh, actually, we should, you should look up some of his music. I, he, you know his music? Yeah. Not off the top of my head, but I, well, I have heard it, yes. Uh, oh, I'm man. I'm trying to get through the rest of these so we can move on to the Jesus, next thing. Jesus, last words <laughs> as a celebrity. <laughs> I still can't get over it. Raphael, the, the famous artist, the <laughs> turtle, happy. his last word was happy. It was King Louis the 14th. I had to look at the Roman numbers. <laughs> Why do you weep? Do you think I was immortal? Did you think I was immortal? That's pretty funny. <laughs> like wee what? Y'all thought I'd live forever? <laughs> Idiots. You dumbass. Oh, Henry. He's the... Uh, he's got candy he's bars. He's a candy bar. <laughs> His last words were crunch. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> It's John Belushi. Not John Belushi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is what I was thinking of in that movie, uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, he's got all the... All right, anyway. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Go back. I don't know that guy, but read his last words. Oh, just, don't okay. even read his name or nothing. Just read his last words. His last words were, I love you very much, my dear beaver. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Done. Go on. Oh, uh, man. I think we are gonna, just going to run through. We only got 10 left. So right, might as well, might as well just, click through him. Harry Houdini. Houdini, who got who died from a punch in the stomach, mm -hmm. was rumored to have said one of them punch, punched him. What? what? One of them that's not him. his words. But he, oh, that's not his words. Never mind. One of them punched him, but he never recovered. Houdini's last words were said to be, I'm tired of fighting. Well, you would think you wouldn't voluntarily fight so much then, but, Harry well, Houdini. So the whole punching in the stomach is he could take a punch from anybody right. in the belly. But I'm talking about fighting. He also liked to fight out of straight jackets. Well, yeah, there was that too. Uh, Pancho Villa. Pancho Villa. 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 
Villila? Villila? His last words were, don't let it in like this. Tell them I said something. <laughs> hey, make, tell them I said something profound. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Johnny Ace. I don't know who Johnny Ace is. I'm sure it'll tell us up here. Oh. Yeah. Nope, doesn't tell us who he is. No, um, he's a rhythm and blues singer. Well, you can, you can figure that out just by the photo. Yeah, too bad they can't see the photo we're seeing well, with their ears. I know, but no. That wasn't for you. That was for the... That was for me. Okay. That was for us. Uh, his last tragic words were, I'll show you that it it won't shoot. Yeah. And then he shot himself. He had been drinking and toying with a gun before it went off accidentally. I don't think it went off accidentally if your words are, I'll show you it won't shoot. Yeah. Alan Thick. Yeah. His last words were, ah, take a shot, kiddo. He was he was playing hockey with his nineteen year old son. I, I mean, and he had a heart attack. That's kind of Sigmund Freud. His last words were, "You're thinking of a penis." <laughs> no, it was. This is absurd. This is absurd. Uh, he underwent physician assisted suicide, and that was his last words. And he thought that it was absurd that he was doing that. Hmm. Hmm. Or me. Oh, man. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, one more. Groucho, Groucho Marx. Marx. So this will be the last. The, two more. This Groucho. His last words were, this is no way to live. There you go. And Debbie Reynolds. So right before she died, Reynolds' last words to her son were, she said, I miss her so much, I want to be with Carrie. So this is right when, um, why can't I think of her na- last name? Scroll up. There you go. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I knew it, but yeah. I was like, I guarantee it says at the top of the yeah. article. Gary, Carrie Fisher. I know exactly what you were thinking of. All right. So there was famous last words from half of 76 celebrities that we went through, including Jesus. Including Jesus. So really it's 75. And then, and then somebody whose last words are literally written in the most, the best-selling book of all time. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not. Yeah. I can't believe that was even in a new uh, internet article. So... Because you mentioned, we mentioned um, our music, our, our music, intro and outro music, our intro and outro music. So, this fire's embrace. They are no longer together, but you can find their music on YouTube, Spotify. So these are three myths you should stop believing about podcast music. So let's um, go from talking about famous people dying to giving you pointers on running your own podcast. Yeah, so we're we're gonna we're all over the place on this one. We haven't read this though, so we haven't. These so aren't gonna, our words. We're gonna go through them together. We're gonna see what it says. Uh, and this is a long article, so and we're jumping right into it. So the myth about music – so there there is some truth and myth into using music on shows. So yes. we we actually just had one of our shows taken down the other day. We um, did? On YouTube, yeah. Um, it was one of our Christmas shows. Well, I was going to say I'd be the Christmas it one. It had That's to be, yeah. And so we won't be doing that again this year for a Christmas show. I say we do it anyway. Stick it to the man. Uh, they'll just take it They're down. just trying to make our shows wear a mask. Don't be a sheeple, Marto. I'm not. <laughs> anyway first rule the first rule is first the 10 myth. second rule or the, the the first myth is 10 uh would have you believe that as long as you use a song for 10 seconds or less you're good it that's not true this is very wrong it's very wrong and we've played full out 30 or 40 seconds of a show or of a of a song was, we while we talk over songs, it. Yeah. yeah while we talk over it um but it is intellectual property it is uh I don't know, and I'm not seeing anything in this article about talking over the music as you're playing it, but I have heard that you can play music 
provided you talk over it. Yeah. And because there's no chance to Right. It changes to the pull, audio. It changes the audio. And before. I've actually heard that done on air before where DJs are like, hey, you're gonna hear us talking over this sample because we haven't gotten permission yet or right. you know, whatever. Or that it's not licensed to right. the, the station or whoever it is. So but and, we actually had one of our episodes pulled and we were talking over it. Hmm. So who knows? I don't care. I really could care less if they pulled it or not. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I ain't finding it. So crediting the artist or copyright owner, I mean, it's you still you can't do that and then play the music on your show. We can't go, oh yeah, hey, this you, is Fire's Embrace. You can't do it without permission is what you they're saying. Yeah, you and so just just the fact that you give them credit does not make it okay. Right. Like we actually reached out and asked like you you had said, No, it's fine, we can just use it. Right. And I said, now yeah. just reach out to him. Get it in a text message or something. Some writing. Just get it in writing. You'd send me some free samples that sounded good. But what happened with the first one opening we like we had, which I loved, I sent you a link to a commercial that used it because it was free. Yeah. And we were like, hey, 100 episodes, let's try and change let's, it up. Let's change it up. You sent me some links to something similar to this Fires Embrace sound, and I said, I've got the perfect idea. Yeah. I sent it to you. You said, we need permission. I'm like, I guarantee you, like I grew up with this guy. Yeah. And, uh, but I did tell you, you know, I did text him anyway. And he was like, yeah, dude, cool. Yeah. Go for it. You got my permission. Use well, whatever we put out. And that, and so it was, cause he's, you know, he's not the only one in that band. So if somebody else no, came back and said something. He's not, but he was the writer of that song. That one is credited to him. Right. Which is still fine. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just want to make sure that we had our base. Which is, is the right thing so. to do. Even if you do know somebody and that's so, what this is saying. So you can't just like YouTube, you see it a lot. People will literally just upload a song and say, hey, this is this band. It's not mine. Right. They won't change anything. They'll just upload the song. They just upload it. And or maybe put lyrics over the video. Yeah. And some of those even – those I don't know how those survive and not get pulled. I don't either. But whatever it is. Uh, the third one is revenue neutral ex- exceptions. exceptions. We are a revenue neutral yeah. show. We don't make any money from anybody or from products or any of that. But you still cannot use – a song without permission. Right. So, meh, there you go. There's three myths. So basically, if you are starting a podcast, you look for interactive music, there are plenty, plenty of, of free services. You free sound bites out there. Music YouTube songs. Has, YouTube has one. That's where we got our first intro music from. Was, yeah. It was from YouTube. And then you and I, I mean, we searched several sites. Um, it, so like three weeks and several sites. And people have asked different questions about starting their podcast. And they've asked us because we've been doing it a couple of years. Uh, we'd be glad to, or I would, I don't know if Martel would, he probably wouldn't. I'd be glad to help somebody out. <laughs> no, but we, yeah, we'd, we'd send you guys some links. If you're looking to start a podcast, hit us up. Um, there is a fee. There is. It's usually in the form of brown liquid. <laughs> oh, I can give you some brown liquid. <laughs> not, not your water breaking. No. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, be careful using the music yeah, for, you can get I mean, on the lines. You, you'll, you'll, you can get cease and desist, or you'll get pulled or banned, or yeah, it'll just get deleted, or your show get blocked, or you may get a letter. Yeah, We've never received you could. a letter. We have not, and That's... if it did, it probably went to the spam box, and I don't check the spam box. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I haven't checked the email since the first time you set it up. That's fine. You haven't done anything with Instagram either since I set it up. So I did a couple times, yeah. but then I kind of forgot. Or, or Facebook. Yeah. And I'm just really lazy about it as of late. So we anyway, need, we need a third person on here. 
to give a different perspective, but mainly to run our social media. <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely like to have a third person just to be on the show and run our social media. That way I don't have to deal with it. It's hard enough running my own. Right. And I'm not even famous or have a million followers. I don't I don't even I haven't even broke a thousand yet. I don't know what I have. I don't pay that much attention. I don't I haven't posted anything in like a week. Anyway, uh so the last thing is 18 people who allegedly sold their soul to pure evil. Bum, bum, bum. I hope I'm on this list. Have you sold your soul to pure evil? I don't know. I feel like that's something you would know. I I may have blacked out. That's also true. So Did you wake up with your butthole hurting? No. Well, what aliens then? No. So throughout history, many famous people have claimed to have given thanks to, the, to their success by making a deal with the devil. So... Uh, Robert Johnson. Okay, I could do a whole show on Robert Johnson, and I'm surprised he's not number one. Because he, to me, is the most famous one that's known for selling his soul. Without even looking at the article, it's on the TV. I can look right at you. Mm -hmm. He was the inspiration for the character behind Tommy and Oh Brother Art Thou, the okay. guitar player. Yeah. He allegedly sucked at playing guitar, went down to a club where all these famous musicians hung out, these blues musicians try to mm -hmm. play with them, and they said, you're trash. You'll never be good. Leaves, comes back a year later, is better than all of them. Hmm. Like in a year's time, this guy with no experience, this kid, yeah. came back and just was this phenomenal guitar picker. And if you listen to some of his old music, uh, which you can find on YouTube, to know – and that's a long story short. We can kind of go through it. But he essentially was said to have gone to this crossroads, and there you can look up and see where the quote-unquote crossroads are he went yeah. and met the devil, sold his soul to become – the best guitar player at the time. Hmm. It's a phenomenal story. I wonder if he can play some like heavy metal. I bet he could. Hmm. But yeah, he, he's, he was born in 1911, which is fascinating because my granddad, who passed away, while well, you know, well into my life, was right. born in 1910. Um, he, my granddad passed away in 2013. So to think that they were again that, to, to me, it, Robert it, Johnson, the a, same a music, time frame. Yeah, he's like a music uh, musical historic figure in, in my life uh, was a year younger than my granddad who played a mean fiddle. So maybe they've jammed together. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, he, he, uh, it, it's, it's some of his famous stuff. It says, uh, he wrote a song called me and the devil blues. Uh, and then knowing that this would make Christian thing, or he even wrote, you may bury me on the highway side. Hmm. Um, so he died at 27. Which now is... we've talked about the 27 club before. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the famous, like Hendrix and oh, Cobain, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Winehouse. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he was like the I'm first I'm not in one. the 27 Club. No, me neither. <laughs> I made it. Um, I'm probably, I'm probably going to make it past the 54 Club, too. Good. You, I, I think you will. Just saying. But yeah, his, his story, I'm surprised he's not number one, because when I think of the story of selling your soul to the devil to become famous. Well, these may not be in... In an order, I in know. In order, it's just... But anyway, yeah, his, it's a really cool story. And we'll have to look that up someday. Uh, Bob Dylan. And his song was titled what? Crossroads. There you go. Uh, but he talked about being at the crossroads with his soul. He falls to his knees and pleads to the Lord to help save his soul. But from the lyrics, it seemed like he was referring to God. But the very last line says, and I'm standing at the crossroads, believe I'm sinking down. So most people believe that Dylan's referring to the same place that Robert Johnson. Maybe that's why they started with Johnson because he was kind of the, the kind of like the most well known predecessor. Yeah, um, 
but they believe he met the same crossroads. So, where is this crossroads? Is it in Georgia? I believe so. You, I is mean, it really? Actually, I think so. I th- really think it is. I was fucking guessing. No, I think it is. You can Google it. It's like Georgia, Mississippi. It's in the South. Well, I, I imagined it was in the South. <laughs> but yeah, the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. Yeah, at the crossroads. So, so problem is when he came across Johnny, he didn't know how well Johnny could play that fiddle. I know. Man, he gave the devil his due. How much sense, though, does it make to have a fiddle made of gold? How heavy would that be? It would be, I I imagine it would be very heavy, but if you're the devil, I mean, is it, is it, now Johnny, maybe. But he bet a fiddle of gold against his soul. There's no way Johnny even walked out of there with the damn fiddle. I bet you could you could hold a gold fiddle. I don't think you'd like play it effectively, but I bet you could carry it. I don't know. It'd be pretty heavy, it'd but if really it was hollow, I mean, if it wasn't solid, if it was hollow especially, I think it'd be like, you could carry it. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't say if it was solid or not. It didn't. I definitely don't think it'd be playable. I don't think it would sound very good. I don't know. Gold strings on a gold body. Even if it was regular strings, I don't think the gold body would sound good. The all metal. Mm, it'd be tinny. Yeah, very. Yeah. Interesting. If you've ever played a gold fiddle, email us at buckhornpodcast at gmail.com. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the worst reason to ever If you've ever us. sold your soul to the devil, oh. email us at buckhornpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear those stories. Yeah. This is one of those times I wish we actually had thousands of listeners so we'd get a few good emails and we could read yeah, them. Yeah, no one's emailing us. I think we have 14 listeners at this point. We have 14 downloads and three and a half listeners. All right, I'll take it. I mean... Never said we were doing this to get famous, so. I still got to pee, so I'm, that's all I'm thinking of. All right, well, I'm going to leave this one to you. <laughs> Theo of Adana. Theophilus. I was going to say, that's not the full um, name. I've not even heard this story. I, well, so I this haven't dude, heard half of these, so. Uh, was a cleric in the Roman Catholic Church. He was elected to become a new bishop, but humbly denied the offer and let his rival have the seat of power. He actually wouldn't have an ecclesi- ecclesiastical position. Oh, I should have let you read. I nope. should have made you read I this. I am so glad you're reading this Instead one. of having all the power and responsibility of a bishop, it's very possible that he had ulterior motives, though. Theophilus wanted the position of archdeacon, which can tr- I really should have made you read this, which controlled where the donation money went. Hmm. So he was basically giving up one position to get another with evil intentions. For different, Long, yeah. I mean, there's like five other paragraphs, but uh, he made a pact with the devil, felt guilty, confessed with another priest, and showed him the bloody contract where he signed with his blood. Mm. Um, over the years, the legend had been retold so many times. There are loads of dicks. <laughs> loads of dicks? I, I, lo- <laughs> wow, Randy. I was going to say, I like how with all these fancy big words they're using, they say there's loads of, instead of saying there are many or something. <laughs> there's loads of different variations of this story. It's so old, there's no telling how much of it, if any, is even true. Right. Interesting, but eh. I Robert like Johnson's you. a better story. <laughs> like you started saying diff. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> Loads of them. Oh, this one's on you then. Niccolo Pagani. I, Paganini, I think. There's another. I'm me. going with Pagani. All right. Bugatti. Pagani. Like the car, like the, the super sports car. Uh, Pagani was a fr- professional violinist born in 1782. His parents began sending him to lessons when he was five. So, there's I that. started guitar lessons at six. He was so talented, people were blown away. He did not need sheet music because he memorized all of the songs. His fingers moved so quick, it was almost as if the fingers were made of rubber, 
Modern day scholars even believe mm-hmm. he must have had a combination of two medical syndromes, Marfan syndrome, which is <clears throat> would have made his fingers abnormally long, and Ellers Danlos yep, syndrome. Yep. Which would have made his skin very flexible and rubbery. As opposed to non-flexible skin. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's just me, the 11-year-old fiddle player with the rubbery fingers. You want to come hear me play my golden fiddle? So when he was 50, he came down with a series of serious illness, a series of seriously illnesses. Yeah, you read that right. That was bad writing. Okay, (laughs) that's bad writing. I just want to make sure. The doctors thought that he was going to die, so the Catholic priest came to pray over him. When Pagani saw the priest, he freaked out. He was too young to die. He told the priest to leave because he swore he was going to pull through and get better. The priest left, but Pagani did, in fact, die. In a lot of people's minds, the fact that he pushed away the priest from his deathbed only confirmed the rumor that he was working with the devil. So uh, we we were skimming through these, but as you were reading that and I was listening, there's a part that I found intriguing. So he started lessons at 5, was already playing concerts at 11. At 15, he was already an alcoholic and womanizer. My kind of guy. Different times. Yeah. Unless you're from southeastern Ohio. But different times. Yeah. Exciting. (laughs) With his rubbery fingers. With his long rubbery fingers. Hey, it's old rubber fingers. All right. Uh, Alistair Crowley. Oh, we talked about him. We have. He had the death hotel. He did. Uh, He's famously known for being the leader of an occult group. He was raised by parents who were Quakers and began rejecting the teachings of the Bible. His, What'd you call me? I don't know. Quaker? You look like a Quaker. Mm. Uh, his mother was very strict and called him a devil and accused him of worshiping Satan. Because of this, he began calling himself the Beast and the Antichrist. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was quoted saying that God and Satan fought over his soul. Well. He wrote in one of his books that I was in the death struggle for with myself god and satan fought for my soul those three hours my soul those three out long hours god conquered now i have only one doubt left which of the twin which of the twain was god Hmm. i wanted to say twins which of the mark twain that's right so he died uh um how like the good i was gonna say However, if you actually look at Alistair Crowley's teachings and what he truly believed, he defined satanic behavior as the way the Quakers would. <laughs> the Quakers believe that any he selfish... He just said satanic, and I don't... I had two images pop in my head. Saint, yeah. Either Devil Santa or Carlos Santana. It's Carlos Santana. <laughs> okay. Maybe he sold his soul to play that well. Santanic. Makes sense. Yeah, because I'm right. dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> Saint Nick. Saint Nick. <laughs> oh, up on the house top, click, 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 down through the chimney with Saint Nick. <laughs> Santanic. Oh, man. I know. Uh, I got lost where I was. Um, the Quakers believed? Yeah, the that Quakers it? believed that any selfish thought or aspirations outside of God were considered to be Santanic. <laughs> <laughs> By that definition, a very ambiguous... Ambitious scientists would be Santanic as well. In this group, Crowley, <laughs> Crowley's phrase was, do what thou wilt, as in do whatever you want with your own life. He encouraged people to do yoga, meditate, 
and focus on their goals and intentions while having sex. <laughs> Santanically. <laughs> Santanically. <laughs> Carlos Santana's just in the corner of your bedroom. That's right. All right, we're going to have to jump over a couple here. Uh, uh, skip them. Skip. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Antoine Rose. Rose. I don't know if it clicked or not. Yeah, skip it. John Fain. Skip. Felipe Musard. Oh, there's a lot on him. Man, there is. Cornelius. Heinrich Cornelius. Urbane Grandeur. There's a lot of people here I don't haven't heard of. Oh, yeah, I, I thought they were going to be like more. That looks like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Farquaad done sold, sold the devil. Gilius de Rays. It still didn't work. Gilius de Rays. Fought alongside Joan of Arc. Okay. All right. Um, he was so upset with the injustice that he say he began to dabble in alchemy in order to find the key to an internal life. At this point, he was the richest man in France, and the Catholic Church wanted a piece of the pie. Instead of giving his money to the church, he decided to put it into an elaborate play unlike anything anyone had ever seen. He paid local actors, costume designers, and set builders to reenact his glory of battle. Church officials were so appalled by how he was throwing away good money, throwing good money down the drain, they decided to accuse him of being a serial killer who practiced alchemy and worships Santana. <laughs> He was put to death, and when he died, the Catholic Church took custody of all his monies, castles, and land. Hmm. But it never says that how he, like, so these are supposed to be people that sold their soul, but it never yeah, that, mentions that's anywhere just, in here. No, that one there just, they accused him of yeah. worshiping Satan. That's bullshit. Giuseppe Tartini. Hmm. There's that devil playing a fiddle again. There he is, the Italian violinist and composer in the 1700s. Was composed a song called "The Devil's Trill Son Sonata." Frank he, Sonata. Frank Sonata. He claimed that he woke up one night to find Satan himself sitting at the edge of his bed playing the fiddle. After the visit from the devil, he was able to play complicated trills that are unusually that are usually impossible for most violinists to achieve, even today. Many modern musicians are not talented enough to play the Devil's Trill Sonata. Some people speculate that Tarini may have had six fingers on one hand and that he could play two. That's how he could play all those complicated notes. I wonder if old rubber fingers could play it. I don't know. I'm sure how to get him. Oh, skip. Skip. We'll at least do number one. And yeah, let's skip to number right. one. Number one, the Salem Witches. The Salem Witches. Well... For those who don't know, they weren't really witches. They were they, not. They were They accused. were just people. That... So I don't know how they sold their soul yeah. to evil. They were accused of being super evil. And there's like a ton of witches too, by the way. Like a lot. Um, I mean, I'm sure most people listen have heard of the same witch trials, but there is a lot that goes into it that I didn't learn in history in, school, in high school. Yeah, there's actually um, Aaron Mankey's, I think it was Lore Unobscured, did a whole like thirteen episode season on the Salem witches. That's really impressive. Good. I don't remember any of it, but it and really was all like it. some young women were like she's a witch because they were bored. And then well, it, spread. it was it was some of it was that some of it was the women could do math, could, <laughs> could do read. math, or they talked back, um, or they were mad at somebody, or they didn't weigh the same as a duck. Yeah, or float. 
Yeah. Be like very small rocks. Or live through a fire. Um, but it was a lot of, like, women would now, the live through accuse f- right. people of being witches, and they would basically self-mutilate. The whole thing with fire is always what got me in, in the drowning. Because they're like, you know what? Let's burn her at the stake. And if she lives. She's a witch. We'll know she's a witch. And then when they burnt these women and they all died, do you think anybody's ever like, hey, guys, I don't think this works? Nope. That's <laughs> not how anybody like, thought. Oh, nope. My wife wasn't a witch. She definitely died by being set on fire. Yeah, she's dead. She did. Man, the good old days. Am I right? I know, right? Shit. You just that's the step. Somebody. Whenever somebody says, man, I want to go back to the good old days, that's Heretic. what I imagine. Like, when were the good old days in our history? Well, for me, the good old days are like in the 1980s when I had no cares and I ran around a tree. Exactly. Everybody's good old days were when they had less responsibility and less things to worry about. Yeah. No well, matter the generation. Hold on. I had responsibilities. I had to make sure my Legos were picked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got no to... adult responsibilities. No, no worries. Yeah. I don't... Didn't have to pay bills. Right. I, I <laughs> When I worked at Senior Home, my favorite thing was, and I think I mentioned it a couple of years ago recording, was when they go, well, we need to go back to the good old days. I'm like, when is that? And they, they'd name a date. I was like, oh, before women's suffrage, when you didn't have a right to vote? <laughs> they just like look at me like, what that good was it? Like, you're remembering things very differently. So you mentioned women's suffrage in one of my, what one of the Jimmy Kimmel man show bits was he walked around with the sign that said, end women's suffrage. <laughs> okay. As in women are suffering. Right. And he had a petition. And a lot of women sign that. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. That's it. We're done. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Google Twitch Graham. Uh, check out Randy on Instagram because he posts nothing. <laughs> and I haven't in a long time. You can. That's at Chieftain Forge. Um, for whatever reason, he keeps changing his name, and it makes it hard to tag him on anything, so I don't tag him on Buckhorn Poster anymore. That's fine. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Martel. M a r t e l l e, boring. I know, right? It's all <laughs> it's all whiskey and beer. It sucks. Uh, with that, I'm out. Peace. Randy's out too. Peace, peace. See ya. Peace.